All right, good morning, everybody. Today is Thursday, December 24th, um, the Christmas Eve day for those who celebrate, uh, which is pretty, which is always fun, right? The older you get, the less presents you get, I think. So maybe not so much for the adults, but anyways. Um, so not too much to talk about today. I mean, the biggest news is that Trump pardoned a bunch of people, but I'll get to that in a second. But there are a few different things outside of the world of politics I do want to talk about. So first off, let me just jump right into it. Newt Gingrich, a very hardcore Republican, says he wrote an op-ed refusing to admit or accept that Biden will be the president and, and all that. Now, look, he has his reasons. I understand that. But at the same time, we have to accept the fact that if this is what's going to happen, this is what's going to happen, whether you think it's corrupt or not. And I see a lot of valid reasons because the establishment corruption on both sides, by the way, on both sides is it's, it's terrible. It's terrible. Everyone is starting to see the process that they've been pushing on us for so long. And so people are starting to resist. I mean, that's why forget hashtags and trends on Twitter of people wanting to get Republicans out or Democrats out. There's now hashtags of topics trending where they want to get both sides out and just revamp it from the ground up, which, look, it's not going to happen. But anyways, the next thing is that Trump vetoed the national defense spending bill for a number of reasons. Now, look, whether he's doing it out of spite to go after people that went after him on the Russia investigation, whether it's actually strategic, which it might be, or whether it's literally just him saying F you and there's no strategy behind it either way. Look, the West, particularly the America, spends a lot of money on, on defense already. I'm not saying that that money's not needed for defense, but a one-time veto of a bill, in my humble opinion, is not going to do anything super dramatic, especially when so many other things are going on. Now, look, I might be oversimplifying, so I'm going to accept the fact that I might be very wrong when I say that. I might be oversimplifying, but I think there's a few more pressing issues, let's say, than just that. The next thing is that, this is another thing I want to talk about, is that Rita Hart, an Iowa Democrat, is demanding that the election that she ran in, I believe as a congresswoman, be overturned because there were fraudulent ballots. She's got no proof. She's got way less proof than Trump and his team. So the question is this then, why is the media not reporting that? Well, why? Because she's a, she's a small-time congresswoman? Well, I thought according to the Democrats, all politicians are supposed to be viewed equally, regardless if they're on the lower level of the of the pyramid, let's call it, or if they're on the higher level. So why why isn't that the case? What's what's seriously? And I, I some people will rage and say, look at the hypocrisy. But look, there's hypocrisy on both sides. I'm not trying to say the Republicans are right and this and that, but it's terrible when the Democrats try to push this message for peace and unity. Then they have one of their own going out there and saying, no, this my my personal election here was rigged and stolen and there's fraudulent ballots. And then you don't hear anything after that from the mainstream media. Why? And this is when I give credit to the center right or even in some cases, the far right outlets, because look, they report it. Now, maybe do they take things out of context in some cases to get a, more of a click on a headline? Yeah but they still report the core foundation of it, right? So the next thing I also want to talk about too is that Trump tweeted a picture of three missiles that he said he received an intelligence briefing on on Sunday that Iran fired three missiles at the U.S. Embassy in Baghdad, but the missiles malfunction. Look, I know a lot of Iranian people, so I'm not saying this to the Iranian people. I'm speaking more of the government of Iran, and I know it's a very controversial topic, particularly Iran versus the West. I know that's very controversial, and vice versa. It's never going to end. Unless there's some type of peace deal made, it's never going to end. And even then, a peace deal, like the, the tensions are too fresh between what went on in the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s. 
it, it's it's way too fresh for anything to happen and it's terrible and it's human ego and i talk about this in the excuse me in the traditional episode the, the afternoon episodes but it, it's it's human ego that's what it is and look this is not not to sound condescending, but this is not the first time that Iran has messed up on some of their missiles. Thank God they did, because look, at the end of the day, any type of loss of human life, doesn't matter who or where you're from, doesn't matter what politics you agree with or not, it's not good. It's not good. Now, look, do I have to admit that in some cases, sometimes it's very, and I say this carefully, very, very carefully, sometimes in the fog of war, people die? Absolutely. Absolutely. But to say that this is an ongoing tension and that people, they want to murder Americans and all that. Look, I get the U.S. has done bad things, very bad things. And I understand that every other country in the world has done bad things. Nobody's innocent in this. It's kind of like a few years ago when Bill O'Reilly was interviewing Trump on Fox News Sunday for the uh, for the Super Bowl interview that they do every year with the president. And guess what? Trump called Bill O'Reilly out. Bill O'Reilly said, well, Putin's a killer, this and that. And Trump said, well, take a look at our people. You think we're so innocent? And look, I'm not trying to defend Russia. I'm not trying to defend uh, Trump. I'm just saying he he makes a point. I mean, the half a million dead Iraqis, like, come on. it's he, he does raise a valid point regardless of what political side you're on, right? Because at the end of the day, if humans died, humans died. Now, okay, we can argue that maybe a lot of these deaths were staged and the, the gassing and the, the gassing of the Syrian people or the Libyan people, my apologies, was staged as Putin claims. But look. Every country, it's all about lies, manipulation, and it's just one big chess game on top of a chess game on top of a chess game. Whether or not Trump is playing that chess game masterfully or perfectly, or if he just doesn't care, and that's why his nonchalantness is disrupting everything, certainly very possible as well. Now, the next thing I also wanted to talk about is that there is allegedly another version, a more mutated version that is accelerated substantially quicker than the already new mutated version they found or discovered or disclosed about a week week and a half ago in the south of england so apparently this new mutation they don't know how much more potent it is let's call it but it's come from africa allegedly that's where they're that's where the contra- contact tracing has found it to come from but again i here's the thing guys and i'm not saying this to to, to make people suspicious or question things in a bad way i want everyone like myself too and i'm I'm, i make this mistake too i want everyone to question things because who knows if this new strain is even legitimate who knows if this is part of some type of power play i mean i don't mean to sound conspiratorial here but isn't it kind of ironic that it's coming in the uk right when talks and conversations and negotiations with brexit have stalled right and so and all these different things are going on over there so look i'm not saying the mutated version is fake but at the same time i'm not saying we should entirely believe what they're reporting because all we're doing is just reading a headline and believing it It doesn't matter how established they are the media has lied to us for god knows how many years which is one of the reasons why again i want to bring this morning show to you guys but at the same time it's kind of it's the same idea guys this mutated virus is the same idea as what they're saying about this russian massive cyber hack and cyber attack they're not showing us any evidence. Now, I'm not saying it's fake. I'm just saying I don't like you guys know what I mean. There's nothing there that the, to show. There's no there there, at least on a public level to show that. And look, at the end of the day, do I want to believe the mainstream media? I mean, look, in theory, if this was 50, 60 years ago, who wouldn't want to? That was your only source of news. But now I, I don't it's not that I don't want to. It's that I don't need to believe them. 
because now we can verify everything on our own. But at the end of the day, it really comes down to one thing. If we were not there ourselves, then it's impossible. How are we going to know? It's almost un, 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 unimaginable or unthinkable rather. Sorry. The next thing is that Trump pardoned Paul Manafort, Roger Stone, Jared Kushner's father, and 23 others. Now, that is, as of the time I'm recording this this morning, that is the big news on Fox, CNN, not so much Fox, but, you know, mainly, but CNN, uh, MSNBC, ABC, NBC, all those, all those uh, stations. I got one thing to say. Who cares? Who cares? Why do I say who cares? What? We didn't, th- whether you like him or not, he, we didn't think he was going to do this. People were saying a couple years ago, before he leaves, he's going to pardon people. So, And I mean, look, I'm not trying to defend him, but if we're going to play devil's advocate here, let's take a look at the other side and let's see, for example, I mean, this is probably a bad time to bring this up as an example, but I'm going to do it. If you look at how many people Obama killed with the drone program, it was very effective, but at the same time, it did kill innocent, casual civilians. So no one complains about that, or the mainstream media story doesn't report that. I'm sure there's people complaining about that, but... Trump pardons a few guys who, yes, have allegedly committed crimes and are criminals. You guys see what I'm getting at here, though? The hypocrisy? And the whole thing is, why stay on topic all morning or even all day, which they might do, the media, the mainstream media? Why stay on topic for something that's already done? Who cares? Like what, just to trash him more? Because maybe he, the name Trump gets good headlines? And that's another thing, by the way. When Trump is gone, you're going to see a lot of these YouTube channels and a lot of these mainstream media outlets, uh, the larger YouTube channels, I'm not going to say any specific names, you're going to see them, the, the views drop substantially. You're already seeing it because the headlines are less attractive. And I'm not saying that this is always a good thing. At the end of the day, politics was always a boring thing until Trump got involved. Let's face it, right? I mean, even a couple years before that, things were ramping up, but nothing crazy until Trump got in there. He made it entertainment. He made everyone have an opinion. And it, whether it's a good thing or a bad thing, look, I have to say, when you look at the division, uh, particularly in America, the way I see it, guys, and I could be very wrong, and if you disagree with me, I, I, I encourage you guys to comment. He did not start the division, Maybe did he fuel the flame? Absolutely, he fueled the flame, but the flame, but the fuel was always there, lying on the ground. He just lit the match, right? So, I don't know. The way I see it is that you, we have to look at all angles, not just both sides, because the 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 mainstream media likes to say both sides is a way of trying to just say there's left and right, and maybe if you're independent, you can have some kind of third party view. But no, there's always there's the one person story of it, another person story many others and then there's also the truth too and then there's what we perceive it to be or how we interpret it to be so it's all just a bunch of manipulation and i'm very happy now that people are starting to realize this is the case with the mainstream media but look it's it, we've made our mistakes in the past as as mass populations of people believing the media and we learn from those mistakes which is why when we question things now all of a sudden the media on the back end is bribing big tech to censor certain things on the internet because they know that the internet was supposed to be like the free sort of open kind of piece of land or open farm where everyone can do whatever they want it's a metaphor but you know what i mean so the next thing i want to mention as well is that the left even the center left not even the far left is speaking of amending the constitution to get trump out of office okay they're saying pretty much, if you don't amend the Constitution now, if the Democrats don't do it or the Republicans don't do it, then when are you ever going to do it? Look, I, it's simple. He was elected president. 
and that and they know that they don't have much the the left doesn't really have much of a talking point to go on and look when i say the left i'm not trying to overgeneralize or oversimplify and throw everyone into one big bubble there's different aspects of people on the left there's different perspectives some of them are very uh, fiscally conservative other ones are not so i'm not trying to put them in one big basket or one big bucket here but what i'm saying is at the same time like guys come on you know what i mean if it he was elected president and they they know that and so he's still serving his term right now and he could technically still do whatever he wants as president for the next three three and a half weeks whatever time he has left which is why they cannot say oh it's terrible what he's uh sorry he's not allowed to do that they'd love to say he's not allowed to do that to and when i say that i mean like everything he's doing the pardons the talking about the iran u.s baghdad attempted attack all that kind of stuff vetoing the defense bill the defense spending bill all that kind of stuff. Now, yes, there's a valid argument to say he's doing it out of spite. But the question then becomes, is he doing it out of spite for himself? Or is he doing it out of spite because he feels, not just from the election, but he feels that the establishment was attacking him ever since he got in there. He could be doing it out of spite for many different reasons. And you know what? The way I see it is this. Get the money to the American people. Get the $2,000 checks to them. And then you, then Trump and the Democrats can go at it. That's how I personally see it. Because look, how is it that the Republicans and the Democrats are both saying, yeah, let's do the $2,000 stimulus checks, but they're like, well, and then they're arguing about what happened two weeks ago. Well, we wanted it, but Pelosi said no, and then this and that, and then Trump said this. Who cares? Get the checks to the people and then bicker afterwards. That's all I'm saying. Like, is that really that much to ask for? Honestly, guys, right? Sorry if I'm getting a little worked up, but it's just kind of like, holy crap, right? The next thing and the final thing I do want to mention is that SpaceX declared Mars an independent, sorry, I just got my notes here, independent geographical body slash planet that no Earth-based government has any authority or sovereignty over Martian activities. Okay, here's the thing as well. That That's... That's that's nice and all to see that no government can rule over Mars. But if you believe the Israel former space defense minister, the Canadian former uh, defense minister, they're all talking about how these aliens have uh, are working with humans and they have a base underneath the surface of Mars. Now, technically speaking, if it's deep enough, you never really have to worry, even if Mars gets colonized on the top end or on the sorry, on the top on, on the top level on the surface. But. Again, could it be true? I certainly wouldn't rule it out. Considering the technology that we've been revealing here on the show and and putting the pieces together, things start to come together more and more and they start to seem more and more realistic and something less out of a movie. But anyways, the trick about that though, and someone pointed this out on Twitter, which I appreciate, they also need to add that no commercial entity or private company can dominate or monopolize, nor should a, a small handful of companies dominate or monopolize because then look, it won't... It won't be any different than what's going on on Earth, and then the greed, and then all that stuff is just going to continue. What's the difference? It's kind of like, I think a good example of that would be the film Passengers with Jennifer Lawrence and, forgot his, Chris Pratt, sorry. I think that's a perfect example. They wake up on the ship, and they realize they can't have the, the uh, half-decent breakfast because they didn't pay for the gold membership when they're traveling in cryosleep. So it's that kind of thing, right? And look, the, the military-industrial complex is ramping up for this in the next 50 to 100 years, give or take. Maybe even sooner, maybe a little bit later. But they're ramping up for this, and they know it's coming. So they know that they can not only profit and make money, but they can dominate, which is why SpaceX, it's great that they said no government entity can, can control this. I don't know how official it is. I don't know how much has been put on paper contractually. But for them to say that, 
it is a public statement coming from them. I know that, but I don't know how serious it is. However, they forgot to mention commercial entity. I mean, look, SpaceX is technically a commercial entity. Yeah. And I'm not saying they should be exempt or be forgiven if they start to monopolize and dominate the, the interplanetary market, let's call it. But if you have, you know, anywhere from one to four or five companies running the show in terms of space travel and things like that. I mean, look, at the end of the day, I understand not every company in the, on this planet has the money to do these kind of things. Only a few of them do. But you got to make sure that these four or five companies don't become like the insurance companies where they all every you know few months they come together and sit at the table and say, well, OK, no one uh, no one low cut us. Because we're all going to fix the price right now for everyone for food when they're traveling for maybe down the road, some kind of cryo sleep or something like that. Right. Or for when they want to if they want to get into a, an orbital space of tourism or if they actually want to get to Mars, don't undercut the price. Don't undercut the competitors because there's only four or five of us. It's all work together. So we all make money. Right. So anyways, guys, that's uh, that's pretty much the news for today. I don't see anything super prominent other than the things I just mentioned. If I did miss something, feel free to comment if you're on YouTube to let me and let everybody else know. Uh, more importantly than me, you guys, let the rest of everyone know what's going on. So thank you so much for watching, and we will catch you a little bit later in the day. Cheers.